Hey everyone, Pastor John here, and this is 1611 Devotionals. Let's pause and pray and turn our hearts and our thoughts upon the Lord. God, we thank you that you are a God who always calls and always speaks and always hears us uh, when we call. Uh, May this time be this time of fellowship with you so we can be encouraged once again by your love and empowered to love others. We pray in your son's name. Amen. Today's verse is uh, taken from 1 John chapter 4, verse 10. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. You know, I think one of the things that we do so naturally with the people that are closest to us is that we turn to them and we measure uh, their love for us, we measure their treatment of us, and we keep a record of their love and treatment of us. And this doesn't always produce the best results because uh, sinful human beings tend to fail us and they tend to show us glimpses of their unfaithfulness rather than faithfulness, uh, their lack of grace rather than graciousness, impatience rather than patience, so on and so forth. Now what's really ironic here though is the Bible always calls us to actually do this. Uh, Fix your eyes on the love of another, but make sure that the other is God and not any human being. Because making this error, committing this error of turning to people and assessing their love for us is going to be a sure way for us to live with bitter disappointment. But here's some good news. God is calling us to look to Him and examine His love for you. And this is, of course, not saying examine your love for Him. Even in your relationship to God, He's saying, focus on me and my love for you. Do do what you do to other people, uh, to me. Uh, Fixate on my love, my goodness, and my faithfulness, my gentleness, my patience towards you because then you'll really begin to feel secure in the relationship, uh, in this first love that you have with God. Now, this doesn't mean that your love, my love for God is irrelevant. Uh, It matters a lot, but it matters secondarily. And so however much thought we might give to our love for God, it's gotta come second to the amount of time we spend thinking about God's love for us because as it says in 1st John this is love not that we have loved God but that he loved us and he sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins when we fixate our hearts on the horizontal love we have with other people whether that's our spouse or parents siblings friends co-workers neighbor Our celebration of love can't last very long. 
But see, when we turn our eyes towards the love of God and we try to listen to His voice, what He has promised us in the scriptures, we find the love that's truly worth celebrating without ceasing, uh, giving thanks for without ceasing, and praising without ceasing. And as a result of that, we can always drink from this, this well that doesn't run dry. Well, I was just uh, listening to this uh, song, this classic song by Boys to Men the other day uh, they, that goes, let's not wait till the water runs dry. And, 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 he's, and the song is written to the lover, of course, and just beckoning them and just uh, pleading with them to not let their love run dry. But see, human loves are bound to go through seasons of dryness. Uh, of course, there are things that we can do to prolong that. We can, uh, there are things that we can do to prevent that. But at the same time, for our souls to be truly kept safe um, in a love that doesn't run dry, we have to look up. We have to secure this vertical relationship with God and this top-down love that God has poured upon us through His Son, Jesus Christ. And to the degree that we are drinking water from Him, our well wouldn't run dry, it will overflow and it would empower us to feed and nourish and serve others. Look at love from God's perspective, therefore. See how He has served you. See to what great lengths He's gone to prove His love for you when you least deserved it. Reflect on this today until He strengthens your heart and until you feel as though your thirst for this, this true everlasting love is quenched enter into this love yourself by being a Christ-like lover and giver to others. There's a quote by the counselor by the name of Ed Welch that I really love. Uh, he said, Who am I? Beloved by God. He loves me more than I love him. And now I get to love other people more than they love me. How can we love anyone? It's by embracing this fact that my love for them will be greater than their love for me. That, that my gift of love will be unequal and, and not always reciprocated. In fact, often it will not be. But that's how I know it's true love because it represents, it reflects the love of Christ. Christ who loved me unequally, who loved me when I least deserved it, and who remains faithful to me when I am unfaithful to Him. What is love? Love is what Christ has displayed for us. It is loving unequally. It is loving undeservedly, without merit. It is loving without keeping score. It is loving on the cross. Let's draw near to this love today. Let's remember this love today. And let's share this love today with those around us. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving us while we were yet sinners. We thank you for loving us with a love that is covenantal, based on your promise, based on your goodness, and not based on ours, uh, not based on the conditions we meet, 
You loved us so unequally, and you loved us without keeping score. You loved us only through sacrifice and through self-giving. Thank you. Thank you for saving us through such an amazing grace, such a beautiful act of love. And as we celebrate this love, help us enter into it more and be able to share this with those nearest to us. Help us to imitate your love in these relationships, these roles that you have placed us in by your providence. Lord, apart from you, we can do nothing. And that means we can't even love. Help us, Lord, to love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.